Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot Hi everyone, it's Amanda Rieger-Green. Welcome to Soul Sessions. I have an exceptional guest today, Garafuna Duchess. She is an author, a medium, she's a healthcare professional, and a conservatorship advocate. She has a profound and enriching spiritual journey. So much of her path is focused around sharing Garifuna spirituality and helping everyone connect with the universal beliefs and accessibility that we can all harness and tap into through our spiritual gifts. Welcome, Garifuna Duchess. Thank you for having me. I am so thrilled to have you. And for everyone out there, we have a special connection, even though we've just met. We connected through some serendipitous circumstances, which feel very divine to me and also very divinely timed. But she is originally from Belize, and I'm going to have her tell you a little bit more about her background and the Garifuna background. But as many of you all know, my husband and I lived in Belize for a handful of years, and we lived in a Creole village right next to a Garifuna village, which that is part of the main population in Belize. So I have lots of Garifuna friends. I'm very familiar intimately with the culture, but I'm excited today to discuss spirituality, connecting with ancestors from an enriching Garifuna perspective, and also to share that with you all so you can better tap into other aspects, tools, and wisdom that you may be able to receive from your ancestors in whatever walk of life that is. So welcome again. And will you share a little bit about the Garifuna with the audience? Absolutely. Garifuna people are the second indigenous group of people from Belize. But to have you understand a little bit about who we are as a people, I'd have to take you back to uh, St. Vincent's and the Grenadines, where my ancestors were from. 
and exiled because of the British invasion. And so Garifuna people are a intermingling of, uh, we have our African ancestry and Arawakian descent. In 1797, during the British invasion, our ancestors were taken to a desolate part of the island called Balisau, and they really were left there to, you know, to perish. Ultimately, they were exiled from the island and ended up on the coast of Honduras, and more than half had perished. But the surviving uh, ancestors are responsible for us being here today. And from Honduras, they branched out to Nicaragua, Belize, Guatemala. And so that collectively formed a diaspora that we call it. Thank you for that. And I hope that better explains to the audience out there where your heritage comes from and also allows people to recognize the strength. There's a lot of strength in the Garifuna and it's a, it's a strong willed, sometimes even loud, which, you know, I told you I'm originally from Louisiana. So, you know, we get along just fine. <laughs> I usually don't have to yell cause I sound that way anyway. But when I think of my Garifuna friends, mm-hmm. they are loud, they're direct, they're straightforward and they love hard and they love passionate. And they also know how to survive. They know how to thrive. They know how to use their resources and they're resilient. Yes. And there's also, there. there's a lot of wisdom, a lot of deep, dark, and when I say dark, I don't mean dark in a negative way, but this enriching depth of wisdom that feels old. It feels ancient to me. You know, the ancestors were very resilient and they did so much with so little. We have so much more resources and access than they did. And yet still, they were able to transcend and they were able to preserve and to just exist. And they've thrived. They understand the spiritual aspect of living the oneness of the universe. They understood that to a magnitude that it's still mind boggling to me. For example, the sustenance of the sea, the power of the sea, they were in boats that were, weren't even formidable for the waters. And yet still, there were very few cases of fishermen being lost at sea or uh, drowning. How was that possible? And they were using these crude boats and they'd go out and they would fish. And usually it was just, it was just retirement or old age that would stop these people from doing the things that they did. But I think they understood and they respected the sea, which could equally be said about farming or being in the, you know, in the jungle. We have a very strong jungle pharmacy concept. That's the term I use now. There's a plant for just about every disease to cure. And Garifuna people relied heavily on this form of treatment and this, this jungle pharmacy concept. Again, you never really heard about people going to the farm or going in the jungle and getting lost and not, you know, something tragic or catastrophic happening. It just was not the norm. I firmly believe that my ancestors were wise beyond their time, beyond the what we could imagine today. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that 
because as you speak, all of these insights and memories come back from being in Belize. And I think about the oneness with the sea. And so much of the Garifuna culture, really, there are many fishermen and guides, and they know the reefs, they know the tides, they know the times, and they they still today, some of them have more advanced boats and modern technology, but many of them can get out there and be resourceful and provide for their family with very little. And that's one of the things that why we moved to Belize. We wanted to simplify. We wanted to live more simply. But but as we lived more simply, we felt more amplified, more at one with the land, with people, with community. And in thinking about living in Belize, one of the things that I love the most is the camaraderie of community, music, the drumming. I think about brothers and sisters, you know, maybe a four-year-old brother holding a two-year-old sister's hand walking down the street and getting his sister home from school. And that was the norm. And everyone respected that sense of safety and security, connection and culture. And it's something that I think many of us are searching for today, community. We thrive in community. And and that's what I think of when I think of living in Belize is community, oneness with nature, living from the land, finding healing powers of the land and being at one with each other. There was very little dissension in Belize. Not that we don't have our human squabbles, but people live communally and different cultures, the Mayans, the Creole, the expatriates like me being there, the Garifuna, most everyone coexist pretty organically. Yeah. You know, there's differences because that is that is life. Yes. But there's an organic communion that was fascinating and safe. Yes. It's all about preserv- preserving the culture and it's all about empowering the people and providing a better life. Yeah. And like you said, preserving the culture. And I want you to talk about your spiritual journey, how you opened up to connecting with your ancestors, because I imagine it is filled with joy and fear alike and, and confusion and all the things that we walk through when we walk through a spiritual awakening and reconnecting and, and the emotions. So sharing that and how you began to connect with your ancestors and share some stories about your spiritual journey with us, please. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. 
treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Share some stories about your spiritual journey with us, please. So I'm not sure at what point I may have been aware that I was on a spiritual journey. I suppose I was being prepared a long time ago before I actually knew I was on a journey. I always had a sense of being able to read energy, to sense energy, but I would not be able to say that at that point I was able to articulate whatever it was that I was feeling. However, things really took a turn in 2015, everything in my life, my personal life was falling apart. I was not well. I was having issues with the fibroids and the complications. And going to the doctors, we were trying to figure out a couple things. How would we treat this symptom, what I, what I was having? And to buy some time before we could ultimately do the surgery, the hysterectomy to make things better. So we came up with the idea of doing a hormone therapy. Well, that didn't work out very well. The relationship that I had, this long-term relationship, the boyfriend just took up and I was just blindsided and he left. During this time, because everything was falling apart, I was unable to, one, understand what was happening, two, that the things that were going to unfold at that point was really going to change the trajectory of my life as I knew it. And so in January of 2016, it was a Saturday morning. I still remember it today. was the first time I heard a lady's voice, a woman's voice. She was mature and she spoke so firmly, but there was still so much love in her voice. And she was talking to me in Garifuna. Now, I understand Garifuna, uh, but at the time, I knew very little Garifuna. My mother spoke Garifuna in the home, but it was more like little orders, like, you know, get some water, close the door, that kind of stuff. And yet still, I, this woman was having a conversation to me in the native tongue, and I understood what she was telling me. And she said to me that, I know you're so heavy, your heart is so heavy. I know you feel heartbroken, but I promise you, you will get better and I am going to stay at your side to keep you 
well, and I'm going to protect you and guide you. And she was telling me this in Garifuna. Well, I wasn't sure what to do with that information other than I felt like either I was losing my mind, I'm really sick, I'm delirious. There's just too much delirium going on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm not going to tell anybody about this because I am not going to be late. Absolutely not. And I took a nap in the afternoon and she came back again and essentially repeated everything she was saying, like verbatim from in the morning. What was this? I was so scared. I had never up to that point, I'd never felt fear to that level. It was paralyzing. It was just was not a good feeling. Monday was a holiday. I found myself, I'm sitting by myself in the, in the den and I have a stack of invoices. I'm going through them. And all of a sudden I can hear this voice again. This time it sounded like it was coming out of the walls because I saw no one pretty much just like Saturday morning at 5.30 in the morning. I couldn't see anybody, but I could hear her talking to me like you and I are talking. It was the same thing. And she was reiterating the things that she had said to me the day before. I flew off that couch so fast. I picked up the phone (laughs) and I am not even sure how I was able to get the words out. And I'm yelling. I'm beside myself. And she calmly says to me, you have to acknowledge her presence. And that's when I told her, I said, there's somebody here. I've been hearing this voice from Saturday. I can hear it again. There's some paranormal activity in the house. Freaking out. And she said, well, you just have to talk to her. You have to acknowledge her presence and you have to let her know that. I said, but how do I do that? I don't even see anybody. She says, just like how you're talking to me. But the calmness of her voice and the reassurance you know, looking back, it calmed me down, but not enough for me to, you know, I needed to gather my wits together. Yeah. So getting off the phone with her, I sat there and I just said out loud, I said, Nagut, whatever it is that you want to tell me, I'm here. Nagut in Garifuna is grandmother. So I just referred to her as a grandmother, even though I didn't know that. But in our culture, elders are refer- referred to by either their grandparents universally or an aunt or an uncle. That is the way we communicate relations that we don't, that are basically uh, blanketed. Yeah. When you share this and I'm, I'm hearing you tell your story and I, and I know people who are listening are thinking and feeling the same thing is when, when we have these experiences, we first go to this place of I'm crazy I'm already struggling. I I can't say anything to anyone. No, this isn't real. That you know, we immediately go into like you said, crippling fear and anxiety. Oh my gosh, I'm crazy. I'm already under all this duress and stress, personally, emotionally, physically, you have stuff going on. And what I always find and this is parallel in my journey, I love that acronym for God. The gift of desperation. Mm -hmm. You know, when desperate times are this beautiful window of opportunity, trauma sometimes is where we have this little window of opportunity where the veil is thin. Mm -hmm. We are capable of hearing, hearing a call in the soul, being able to receive messages. And I love how 
you had someone to hold space to say, talk to her. Yes. It makes me think of the hero's journey. The right people, places, tools, friendships, resources will show up exactly at the right timing and give us the support we need to persevere, to ask the questions, to respond, and to not feel crazy, yes. to not feel out of our wits. And that's all the things that you are saying certainly resonates with me, but I'm hoping it not only resonates with other people, but gives other people the courage to begin to communicate. So let me ask you this now. Your grandmother, is she one of your ancestors that you communicate with still often? Is she one of your go-to ancestors? How has your relationship developed with her? Yes. So she is one of my spirit guides, is one of my anchors. And I guess that was her way of trying to introduce herself. Although it would still take almost another year before I would formally meet her in a way that I knew her name. And I knew who she was, but things would escalate. This was only the beginning. After I had that incident, it was very active in my life. I was having all these, I was being bombarded with these dreams that were so vivid and I was being transported to the realm. I would be physically in my bed, usually in the wee hours of the morning, but I would see myself if I was in a deep sleep, they would wake me up. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes I felt like a tap or maybe like a sensation in the crown of my head. The more it happened, I was able to start understanding what was happening. And so I would lay still and it was almost like a curtain was being pulled and I could see, I'd start to see things. They start showing me things. And I could see myself interacting with people who looked like me. And I knew they were my ancestors, but I had no idea who they were. Writing this book, I had to get permission from my ancestors. Actually, this was their idea that I would have to write this book. I wanted nothing to do with it because <laughs> virtuality is very taboo in the Gurfuna culture. Yes. And that's one thing we're going to talk about, the taboos of Garifuna spirituality. I know you were raised Catholic. Yeah. Every feast, every novena, every rosary. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so the fact that I always knew that I was a Garifuna, a lot of the people in the culture who are very religious can't seem to find a straddle or, or they can't seem to find a balance where they can accept and practice the spirituality aspect and still be loyal to the idea of religion and the church. And one of the things I've always said is that religion and spirituality are not the same. Religion is a set of rules that are, or doctrines that are boxed. In any organized religion, that's the way it is. Spirituality is a oneness and freeness, and you find your divinity or you find that divineness in within yourself. It is the freeness and the oneness with the universe. That is the concept that everything is within you already, uh, spirituality. However, as a spiritual person, I do believe that there is a higher power. We believe that. And that is the anchor for everything, that there is a God and there is a higher power and there is a source or existence. And what you're sharing 
probably resonates with so many because we are brought up in a culture or a tradition or a religious faith, and we learn the doctrine and sometimes the dogma or the rules. And as we're growing, sometimes we just adopt what's around us. But then for me, and and obviously for you, as we mature and we start to seek and search, especially in times of pain, stress, duress, you know, we we have that that hunger to know something more, to better understand. And, And then we get these opportunities to open up into that personal and universal aspect of spirituality to to get to know a higher power, to get to know God and to understand how broad and roomy it is. Yeah. And that we can coexist and be respectful. And and what you talk about as far as overcoming some of the stigmas behind the Garifuna spirituality and having that coexist inside of, you know, your religious affiliations. So many people struggle with that. I've, I've had struggles with that. And what I love to do is not define myself. I am a woman of faith. Mm-hmm. I know that there is a God and a higher power, and I see God in sometimes the most, I see God in the grocery store, (laughs) you know, I see God in the grocery store sometimes more than I I do at church some days, but I can find God and transcendence, but I, I found it through my journey. And that's what the spiritual journey is, is opening up. And for you, what I love about your bravery, your voice, and your courage is being able to connect with with your ancestry, your guides, start to open up to them so you can fulfill your purpose and meaning. And and today, and, and I didn't say it when I was introducing you, and I want to make sure everyone hears this, the Garifuna Duchess, her first book came out in 2021. It's called My Spiritual Journey, A Symbiotic Relationship with My Ancestors. And she's got another book coming out in March of 2022 called Knowledge and Guidance. It's volume two, of my spiritual journey. So if you want to learn more about her story and her experiences, I definitely encourage you to check out her website and her books so you can learn a little bit more. But talk to me more about today and where your purpose is, how you're sharing about your communication with your guides and your ancestors, and how you're helping other people in that journey open up to their gifts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. 
treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Talk to me more about today and where your purpose is, how you're sharing about your communication with your guides and your ancestors, and how you're helping other people in that journey open up to their gifts. Yeah. So my ancestors put a lot of work into me. It was just becoming the thing that I needed to do. I just felt uh, the pressure. And, you know, one of the things that I, I knew that I had to do eventually because I was counseled by a Sinabui, who is a paramount buye. In our culture, a buye is a shaman. He is a spiritual healer, but he's also a spiritual leader. Yeah. In 2018, I left my life as I knew it in the United States and I went in search of a woman who I had been seeing in my dreams or visions. I wasn't sure what it was at the time because there was a period of time where the reality was kind of sketchy for me because this was also foreign. So I got in touch with a Abu who is a, a spiritual leader in Belize and with some of the interpretation, what was interpreted from the dreams, I knew I had to go to Honduras in search of my ancestors. But at the time, I thought that this lady that I was seeing was someone who was still very much alive. I didn't understand that she was an Ahari, which in Gurfana, that means a spirit guide. She is a uh-huh. uh, an ancestor. I would ultimately make it there. It was a very treacherous trip. I'd never been to that that part of the world before and I was riding shotgun behind a truck. <laughs> it, it was this, it was really a journey. However, when I made it there, only to find out that I would have to go somewhere else to find people of my lineage, which was a couple of villages over. And one of the things that was interesting was that I was taken to a buye there in Honduras in a place called Kusuna. And it's a Gurfana village in a very remote state of Cologne. And when I got there, she was a real petite lady. She was probably all of maybe five feet, if that much, maybe a little shorter. She was a spiritual healer. 
And she said, oh, Nagada Himbuba, I have been expecting you. I've been waiting for you. She said, my spirit guide told me that someone would be coming, but I had no idea who it was. And here you are. I just got chills because I, I can just picture it. And of course, one of the things that you just said that I want people to recognize, and I've talked about this before, my spirit guides connect with other spirit guides yeah, they and they are always working with us. And and no doubt my spirit guides connected with yours to connect us. Like yeah. nothing in God's world happens by mistake. And when we actively work with our guides, ask them for guidance, ask them to connect us with, you know, the ideal people, places, experiences. And then we follow the signs and messages, which is the story you're saying, which is also a treacherous journey. Yeah. It's scary. You don't fully speak the language. You're learning it. You're reassimilating. You're going to a remote space in a village you've never been. You're also probably thinking, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I know you're thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to come back from this? Am I crazy? Is this, yeah, I'm sure you had a whole dialogue going on. And also is somebody going to kidnap me? I'm sure there was a, this, there is so much more immensity than what behind those words of yours that all of us can imagine. But the spiritual journey is treacherous sometimes. But like when the when God knocks, when the ancestors knock, they don't keep knocking. We got to heed the call. You got to be obedient. Yeah. There are two words that I would sum up this spiritual journey. And one of them is uh, surrendering and obedience. Those are the two words. The first thing you have to do is surrender to the call. And then you have to be obedient to the call. Or else, you know, that internal banter is not going to bode very well for you. You're going to have this internal banner, but to what end? You're fighting a battle. You're probably not going to win. My heart is full when you say that because I think of my own journey and so many people out there I know. It's like you, you talked about vividly remembering that day in 2015 and your guide's voice coming through, your grandmother coming through. When those events happen, we remember them mm-hmm. clearly. We can go back to it's like time and space stops. Mm-hmm. And it is about obedience. And we don't make that decision to surrender and be obedient that day. Like you said, it would be a year yeah. because I'm stubborn and yeah. I don't want to do this and I want to do it my way. And I'm attached to these people and these things and my, you know, we have all this ego and human stuff. Mm-hmm. So the spiritual journey, it's like when I know for me, When I said, oh, my gosh, I can't, you can, God, show me, God, show me, I'm ready, soul, tell me. Yes. And and it was like, it's that surrender is that opening up. And then what you said about obedience is we can give it to God all day long, surrender it to God, open up to the journey. Mm -hmm. But if we don't suit up, show up and do the work, respond to the call, be diligent, mm-hmm. you know, with our with our integrity, with our willingness, with our courage, with our faith. Those things are key components, surrender and obedience. What a beautiful message. And and I think as we, you and I talk at the end of the year, you know, coming to the end of the year with the holidays and all of the energies that we have going on, and it's been an immense year for many. I know it has for me and I think about hearing those words of surrender and obedience and can I do that today? Yes, I can. And what does it look like for me? What does surrender and obedience in terms of working with your guides look like for you? I will continue to remain open. 
only because that was one of the counseling that I received from the Sina boy. He told me, I'll give you advice that I wish somebody would have given me, my younger self. Understand what it is that they want from you. Always be uh, obedient to the call. Stop fighting because you're fighting within yourself. And put God first. Put and God first. You will always be guided. Put God first. And so I would say I've really tried to live with that in mind very intentionally. And you can look at the end of the year in a reflective way, or you can look at it as going forward if you're anticipating. But what I would say is that I'm just open to whatever is coming. I trust the process, but it wasn't easy for me to get here. And so I trust the process. I'm always looking forward to whatever's coming. And, you know, if it's something that's a challenge, then I've got to figure out how to do it because there's a lesson in there somewhere. There are lessons in there all the time. And if we are supposed to be able to get off this, uh, the karmic wheel, then we've <laughs> the, all- The karmic merry-go-round that is so easy to hop back on. And we've got to <sighs> work, whatever that is. It's, it's not easy to say these things. And it, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of intention, but I'm trying to be committed to continue to do that. And I, I appreciate you saying that because that's, that's my journey is I get up and say, God, show me. And, you know, God, you're in my employer today. That's kind of, you know, God is my employer. I can go back to work and all the things on my plate and whatever is going on in my personal life or my bank account, that is my human stuff. But there is some bigger call. And when I put, like you said, when I put God first, when we put God first, everything else falls into place. And you know what else I find with that, that has been something I remembered this year and had to go back to was when I do put God first in my day, in my to-do list, time expands. Yes. You know, when I think I have to get all these things done and I've got to get it done by this time and there's so, you know, and I get all of that overwhelm and that heaviness and I'm not light and joyful. You know, when I forget to put God first, everything is smaller. Everything is restricted. But when I intentionally surrender and put God first, everything expands. It gets happier, lighter, joyful, even when it's hard stuff. It doesn't mean it's easy, but even when it's hard, there's a truth to it or a meaning. So tell us more about the woman, because I want to go back to her, because I've got to know what happened when you all met, and she said she was waiting for you. So she... She's looking at me intently. She has very piercing eyes is the thing that I would say that I remember about her. And she invited me into her inner sanctuary, which is called the Guli. She invites me in and she has me kneel at the altar and she basically lights a cigar and she's reading the smoke and how it moves. Ah. And this is cool for anyone out there. You know, divination tools in in many cultures can be found. You know, we know from tea leaves to water. I mean, there are a multitude of to reading so much, but I have never heard. But so she she lit a cigar, essentially, but she's reading like the smoke Mm -hmm. and she's doing her divination from the smoke. That's so amazing. I love it. Yes. And she had me uh, light a candle. Uh Uh-huh. 
we sat on a bed that was in the room facing each other. And she says, I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I need you to be honest with me. She said, did you take any spiritual baths before you got here? I said, yes, I did. And she said, how many times did you take a spiritual bath? And I told her four. So I arrive in Belize the Wednesday and the person who I had handling me at the time, who was an Ebu, a spiritual leader, had prepared these baths for me. So Wednesday, Thursday morning, Thursday night, Friday morning, four baths. So she's telling me, well, what if I were to tell you that it's in the bath that they have sabotaged you and I am sure that you have not been able to hear your spirit guide? When was the last time you heard her voice? And just sheer panic just set in. I remember there was just a lot going on in my head. And uh, I said, I, I don't remember. I, I haven't heard her. It's been a while. I haven't heard her. Meanwhile, we, we both look around and we look at the altar and the candle is weeping. It was like wax icicles were forming and it was so thick. Yeah. And she said, this is what I'm trying to say. I would need you to stay so that we can do a series of rituals. I said, I didn't come prepared. I've, I've got to get back. Okay. So I'm going to have my spirit guide make an arrangement with your spirit guide. You're going to give a promise and a commitment that you will have to be back as soon as you can so we can take care of this problem. And I would say from that point to now, my responsibility is to continue to share enlightenment. There's obviously not everything I can share, but there's a lot that I can share. And I'm grateful for the things that I can share. And so um, I just share my insight. I feel with Garifuna uh, spirituality, we should be writing our own stories because we can control the narrative. You know, we don't have to have outside source come in and write our stories. We can write our own stories and tell them. And that's what yeah. I'm doing. And that is empowering and illuminating. And it inspires anyone out there to know we can write our own stories. We are writing our own stories. And when we co-create with God, with our ancestors, our guides, life expands. Yes. Like we were talking about time expanding. You know, what I find fascinating about your story and sometimes you know, I, I want to be like a Pollyanna and say, oh, this doesn't happen. But there are sometimes forces, heavier forces conspiring against us. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and I'm not saying that to make anyone afraid, but it's about listening and being aware. And like we were talking about, the right guides and teachers show up. And when they offer to help us, we get to follow through. We get to either say yes or no. And and like you, you know, having those spiritual baths, which actually shut down your energy, which, you know, I mean, that stuff has happened to me. And, and I can be very unassuming and think everyone is loving and kind and I'm get, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And then, you know, months later or through another person, someone will say something. There will be a sign or a conversation that says, Amanda, not everything is as it seemed. 
You know, that might not have been a loving interaction. That person's intentions were not of the light. And so I think you sharing that is so magnificent because we all need to remember in the spiritual journey, we have to be aware and listen and cultivating our intuition, asking our guides for help because we will get the help we need. You know, love wins, light wins, God wins. And that is, we are spiritual warriors, you know, and the Garifuna, if anything, like you were saying, this indigenous culture is a, is a surviving prevailing culture. And, and, and I don't know if I can do this. So I'm going to ask your permission. People out there, I, I think we all have so many guides from you know, our ancestors from our lineage, from our bloodline that are connected with us, but we can call on other guides and from other other populations, other races to bring in deities, to bring in different heritage and knowledge and rituals. Can people call on your guides? I mean, I want to I want to know more about the Garifuna and I'm certainly going to get your book and I encourage anyone out there, but I'm I'm just thinking back of my time and thinking about the rituals you're talking about and you know, part of your heritage. It's like we can, I can team up with your guides. I I can call on them to teach me new things, to open up new doors for me. Is that, am I, am I being clear when I say that? Because I'm all, I'm, all, I'm just thinking it, it's just mind-blowing and expansive to me. Yes, yes. I am sure of that because if we're doing work, you know, of course we're working under being guided. But yeah. the idea is that we're open to help whoever we can help. Yeah. We are open to help whoever we can help. That's it. Yeah. And I love that. And I think that's such a powerful message. Absolutely. It really is that we we get to help each other and we get to help each other humanly, but we can also do it collaborating yeah. spiritually. Yes. And that's what I found over my spiritual journey is, gosh, anytime I'm lonely or think I'm alone, whew, am I on the other side of that discussion? Because <laughs> there are troops over there willing to help, you know, healthy illuminating guides. Thank you so much for sharing your background and your story. Tell us how people can find you. You can find me at garifunaduchess.com. That is okay. the website and you can get information uh, for whatever it is that I'm doing out there in the yeah. world. I'm also on all the major social media platforms there as Garifuna Duchess. Definitely reach out if you're interested in learning more. And I I really compel people to do that because I think we're in a phase of branching out where we are all one. And that's what you talked about with the Garifuna is being one with nature, one with the land, one with each other, one with God. And the way that we do that is through community, through our tribe, getting to make these connections. So learning more about your own guides, your own ancestors, but you may need another guide. You know, you can call in another guide. So I definitely encourage you to check out Garifuna Duchess. You know, and in closing this year, You talked about surrender and you talked about obedience and also looking backwards and looking forwards, you know, the anticipatory energy or the reflective energy. Is there any guidance that you might offer in closing out and looking forward this year to people? Because a lot of people, and and I walk through it at any given time, are, are just exhausted right now and stressed and in a lot of fear. You know, what guidance do you have that can be uplifting or helpful 
for people in closing out this year and looking towards next? I would say that uh, we need to stay focused and it doesn't matter what it is that we see in front of us. Just always know life has a way of sorting itself out. Everything, every situation, every opportunity is a teachable moment. We have just got to be open to the idea and trust the process. I promise you, if we stay on the side of positivity and trying to do good in the world, love always wins. Always wins. Always. It does. Trust the process. Mm -hmm. So, you know, trust the process. Surrender and be obedient, but trust the process. That is my experience. Life does sort itself out. And sometimes I have to repeat those things to myself on the daily, you know, or I have to have people in my life that remind me, you know, when I'm having a moment or an attitude and need an adjustment to say, hey, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You know, I can be emotional. I can be high to low, but also, like you said, focus, Mm -hmm. be diligent, be obedient, dedicate yourself to your spiritual path. I think I think that's a beautiful message for right now. And it very much resonates with me. I thank you so much for joining me today, joining Soul Sessions. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and have and sharing your wisdom and, and new insights and tools and ideas for people uh, to connect with their spiritual path and also to know they're on their path, especially when it gets hard. Yes. Usually that's when, like, when the guides, you know, <laughs> come in even stronger. Yes. We just need to remember they're there and to call on them. So it has been an absolute pleasure, Garifuna Duchess. Thank you all for listening. Definitely check out Garifuna Duchess. And as a reminder, her book, My Spiritual Journey, A Symbiotic Relationship with My Ancestors, is out. And her second book is coming out in March. So be on the lookout for that. I hope you all are doing well. Please send me any feedback, any questions. Be well and take care. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.